Behind her came more shouts, not Mr. Noble this time, but younger voices. A quick glance over her shoulder confirmed it. Two men were giving chase. Pearl tried to go faster. Her feet spun on the snow, then, lurching forward, she found a new burst of speed. As the crowd closed around her, she tried to keep going, but the tide of people was too strong. Heart thumping, Pearl slowed to a brisk walk. As she glanced behind, she saw a mass of dark coats and hats bent against the snow, and right in the thick of it were two men, elbows sharp, pushing their way through. Pearl gritted her teeth. On the right was a narrow alley where the buildings stood so close together they almost blocked out the sky. She nipped down it, and when she was sure no one had followed, stopped for a moment to catch her breath. A horrible sinking feeling came over her then. She realised what a foolish thing she'd done. She'd only wanted to make Christmas special, to go home with armfuls of ingredients and make a pudding fit for a queen. But nicking stuff from Mr Noble was not the way to go about it. All she'd done was to make herself a thief. Pearl straightened her shoulders. It wasn't too late to do the proper thing. Not if she went now and said sorry right away and returned what packages she still had. But as she turned to go back, two dark shapes blocked the passageway. Not so fast, a man said. Deep in her stomach she felt a stab of fear. How's about you come quietly, he said, inching towards her. Pearl stepped backwards. I'm on my way to hand myself in, she said. I don't need no escorting. And the man and his companion came closer. She couldn't see either of their faces, but she could smell their stale tobacco breath. If you just let me by, she tried to dodge past them. The first man seized her by the scruff. That ain't how it works. We take you back to Mr. Noble with what you nicked. We get a reward, see? Pearl lashed out with her feet. She felt her boot hit something hard. Ah! The man cried, letting go of her to grab his shin. Get the parcels off her, Jack! From the shadows, the second man grabbed her arms, but Pearl wasn't going anywhere with these two. With a duck and a twist, she wrenched herself free. Oi, you little fever, get back here! Out on the open street, Pearl ran as fast as her legs would go. Behind her, the thud of boots on cobbles filled her ears. She was heading in the wrong direction for Mr. Noble's now, but she had to keep going. Up ahead, she saw the grey bulk of St. Mark's Church. Just before it was a tall white house where cats dozed in the windows. She knew this road all right. She'd walked it with Agnes many times, always just to coo at the sleeping cats. The memory of it made her nose tingle. There was no time for tears now, though. Or for cats. Before even reaching the white house, she ran left onto Devonshire Street. The road, busy with carriages and costermongers, was deep in grubby snow. Horses slipped on it, cartwheels spun, yet Pearl didn't dare slow down. Up ahead on the right was another alleyway. If she'd remembered it correctly, it would take her back out onto the main street not far from Mr Noble's shop. She'd go straight to him and apologise. She'd explain that her family was about to become rich, that Pa had gone to Bath today, and would come home again with the most stunning news. It helped thinking like this. It banished her doubts and perhaps it would convince Mr. Noble that she hadn't meant to steal, not really. The men still followed. Pearl knew the alley wasn't far now, twenty yards at most. But the men were shouting, Stop! Thief! 
so loudly that people began to take notice. On the pavement, a candle seller tried to block her path. Then a pie man stuck his foot out. As she jumped it, another of her packages fell away. At last, Pearl reached the alley. Blindly, she swung right. Her legs were growing heavy. She felt a pain in her side. But as she slowed, a sickening sense of dread came over her. This alley looked different. What should have been the back gates of Devonshire Street's shops was instead a row of dingy houses. Up ahead was a brick wall. A dead end. Her heart thumped. It wasn't the right alley at all. Too late, she realised she was cornered. The men's footsteps echoed behind her. There had to be a way out.